welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, as we love to say every week, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on this episode, we're pleased to welcome to the show Alec Fraser Jr. from Toronto to chat about his career in music. And as a bass player, Alex played bass with everyone from Bo Diddley, Benny King and the Drifters, to Jeff Healy, Jack DeKaiser, Ron Hines, and Ron Sexsmith. And as a producer, well, he's worked with some of my favorite artists, people like Rick Fiennes, John Brooks, and Clayla Errington, and on albums that made my best of the year list. And Alex also a member of the dynamic duo Fraser Daly, with guitarist Mike Daly. Well, now, Alec Fraser Jr. is also a singer-songwriter. He released a great solo album on the Wings of the Wind earlier this year. And it's a great conversation. I hope you'll stay with us to check it out. And as usual, we have more great new music to share with you. Alongside a musical tribute to Nancy Griffith, who sadly passed away recently. And we're starting off this way. This is Serious Child and Andy Ruddy with How to Dream. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Great to have you along for the ride. Enemies then future friends if I know anything I'll get it wrong again kids with the grandest schemes then we're caught up again in the machine the alarm clock sounds breaks the hush and I will rush again to beat the rush we were feathers on the breeze we got caught up again in the machine and my only fight for a seat and my coffee high My daily peak we were feathers On the breeze and then we forgot How to dream And I just know how to dream If I remember when I fell asleep I close my eyes, start to breathe And I hear everything How to dream Back at home Get on my feet And then I crash again And fall asleep We're all feathers On the breeze And we're together in The same machine Enemies then could be our friends if we knew anything. We'd make amends. We grew up on the same street. Why do we find it hard to remember how to dream? Remember when I fell asleep I closed my eyes 
a dream
This is Phil Henry. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. A dreamy start to this episode, we listen to Serious Child, that's Alan Young and Andy Reddy, two singer-songwriters from the UK from different generations and different musical backgrounds. Indie folk musician Alan is actually 24 years older than Andy and worked in IT before quitting his day job to focus completely on his music. And pop folk singer-songwriter Andy Well, he studied law and now works for a charity. They met through music and collaborated over Zoom during the summer of 2020 on a wonderful new album, Talk About the Weather, and what may be the perfect pandemic recording project. From Talk About the Weather, we listened to the lovely How to Dream. We also heard from dream folk artist Oxlip. That's multi-instrumentalist Jane Trimble, who's originally from Northern Ireland and now living in Vancouver with the title track from her latest album, a four-song EP, A Kinda Premonition, which is deliberately designed to have a haunting, otherworldly quality. Beautiful music. And finally, we listened to Canadian Inuk singer-songwriter Colleen Asiva Nakashuk, better known by her stage name Asiva, with Ungaliraki, from her album Niriunik, which translates as hope in English. And that was the first track that Asiva wrote for the album and a song to honour her late mother. And in the background, we're listening to Glasgow-based fiddler Graham Rory with the beautiful The Last Calling Port from his wonderful new suite of music, The Orcadians of Hudson Bay. And that's dedicated to the Orcadians, that's people from Orkney in Scotland, 
who traveled to Canada in the 18th and 19th centuries, looking to improve their prospects and make a living in the fur trade. And that tune was written for the port of Stromness in Orkney, which was the last port the ship stopped at on their way to Hudson Bay. It's a great album. Next up, we're pleased to welcome Alec Fraser Jr. to Folk Roots Radio to chat about his career in music and latest recording on the Wings of the Wind. But before we get there, from the new album, this is Don't Cry For Me. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall.
That's Alec Fraser Jr. on Folk Roots Radio with the wonderful Don't Cry For Me from his new solo album, On the Wings of the Wind, which he released earlier this year. And that song features some wonderful violin from Chris Bartosz. And it comes with a great video, which we'll make sure we put into the playlist for this episode. Now, Alec Fraser is a bass player, a producer, an engineer, and yes, now a singer-songwriter. To learn more about the new album, we're pleased to welcome Alec Fraser Jr. to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us today. Well, thank you, Jan. I really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Chris did a wonderful job on that. And that was one of those uh, things during the pandemic where I had to record at my place and he had to record at his. So, But he was set up for all of that. So that, that worked out really well. I liked his enthusiasm and his dancing in the video as well. That uh, it, was all, it was all very natural. You know, that really comes over. I, I think that the thing I love about a video like that is when you see it, it's like, well, obviously this is, you know, something that was recorded in uh, two places, but the way it moves back and forwards is quite beautiful. You know, his violin playing is really a big part of that song, isn't it? Yes, it is. I had originally written this song. And then once I saw it, uh, I think we pretty much both agreed that, you know, I, I, I cut him in on the writing for it because I realized, like, well, half the song is violin playing and I don't play violin. And he had been working with me uh, on other songs as well. So I thought it was a, it was a, a good thing that he had more of a, an interest in, in the tune as well. So uh, he liked the song a lot and he definitely added plenty to it. You know, one of the things I love about this recording is there are a lot of different flavors. I mean, you you cross genres in this. I, I sense that your production work, you know, probably informs your songwriting quite a bit. On this record, you know, believe it or not, I wasn't really trying to, well, overproduce anything. I never really do. But I did take some liberties in, in the actual song on the winds of the wind. I wanted to do something very cinematic, you know sounding for the writing part i'd say that well this is an album i'd wanted to do for decades but i just couldn't i didn't have the time to do it because i was busy working with other people and we tend to put ourselves in the back burner you know but uh with the pandemic coming along uh, i saw an opportunity to use that time and i th- and i wanted to make a record that uh that was like my tastes in music i have very eclectic Collected taste. So, and I wanted to bridge the Atlantic, like my early days in Glasgow and and growing up there. And then what I my influences are coming to North America, which was amazing. Uh, what I was turned on to here, and tr- and kind of bring them together. I could have made a blues record. That would have been the uh, smart business thing to do, uh, because I'm fairly well known in in those circles. But this one had to be made first. I was mostly doing it for myself, you know, and and uh, I then putting it out there so it was available for everybody. I never made any physical CDs, and I knew that that was a mistake. But um, I did it anyway. So I may make CDs on the next one. I think I probably will just for radio uh, alone. But uh, yeah, it, it 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 there was there's always going to be some influence in my writing of the producing that I do, because it, it's very hard for me to shut that part of myself down. 
You know, if I'm listening to someone else playing, I'm thinking, well, that snare could have been recorded better, you know, and that yeah. kind of thing. Like, it's very hard to shut it down. So, yeah, I guess it was. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I love the range of the songs. You mentioned your Scottish heritage because there's, a, I think, at least one traditional on there, right? Yeah, there's a couple. I did couple, um, yeah. I did one on the Irish-Scottish one, uh, Will You Go, Lassie Go. Yeah. Uh, and I did that mostly because my uncle, uh, one of my uncles was, um, he had just passed away and, and uh, they were having the funeral over there on the Monday. And on the Friday, my cousin says, oh, would you please sing his favorite song so that we can, you know, when we put him into the ground, we can, everybody can hear his favorite song. And I was just about going away for the weekend. So I recorded it really fast at eight o'clock in the morning. That video is kicking around as well. But, and uh, I did it in, in one sort of take and then I listened back to it. I said, Oh, that's fine. I didn't really care too much about what I looked like at eight in the morning. And then I left it and I sent it to them and they used it. But afterwards, I realized, you know, this is meaningful. This is a point in my my timeline that actually is is something meaningful. So I, I sh it should be on the record. So I, I left it on there for that reason. Yeah, I actually find that that really appealing because you know basically what we're talking about. I mean, this is your first solo album, but it, it really yeah. is a flavor you mentioned about the the music you love. I, I you know, we aren't able to play as many songs as we would like when we're, we're talking like this but right. one of the other songs that i love is Turlinga night which has jimmy boskill playing mandolin on and i love the way that he just uh you bring him in and you know by the nature of you know the pandemic style video with you being in different yeah. places it really works yeah well jimmy had you know I, i've i started recording jimmy when he was 10 years old till he was about 14 and helped him, you know, along the way in his discovery of music, as many people did. And also, the thing is, is that Jimmy is such an intuitive player. And I knew this was a song that he would probably get into. You know, it's it's very much like a Tex-Mex kind of thing. And he's got very eclectic tastes in music as well. And Terlingua Night, it's, it's funny that... Um, when I was in the ghost town for a couple of weeks, uh, with John Brooks, actually... Uh, we were playing some gigs there, and we played the Caraville Fest, uh, uh, Music Festival, a folk festival. That song is mostly about who you are when you're on the road and and how connected you are to home and, and to your loved ones. Uh, in this case, it was my dog. <laughs> I was missing my dog. I mean, I, you know, that maybe knocks it right out of the park there if anybody was thinking it was about anything else. But it really was kind of like when I'm out here on my own, you know, uh, on the road, which has been a lot over the last 50 years of me playing. Yeah, you get kind of blue and lonely and you miss you miss your friends. You miss you miss your dog. So <laughs> she's the sweet little senorita in the song. Because I used to have names for her all the time. She lived to be 18 years old. So I'm glad you picked that song. Sitting on the front porch, watching it rain. Thinking about old times. Oh, where did they go? How are they now? Life catches up after a while. My closest friends, 
they're all far away as I play here and to Oh, how I wish to be back there at home with my sweet little Sangrita. Oh, what I give to be back there at home with my sweet little Sangrita. Shine my stone, stare in my face. I'm dreaming of yesterday Well, life was so simple And I could be with her For each and every day Out in this desert It all seems so clear But the road, it can really fool ya Oh, how I wish to be back there at home with my sweet little Sangrita. Oh, what I give to be back there at home with my sweet little Sangrita. Alec Fraser Jr., ably assisted by Jimmy Boskill on mandolin, with Telling Night from his great new album, On the Wings of the Wind. And Alec Fraser Jr. is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. It is a great song, and, and again, it's, I, I, you know, I guess it's when people pick up a mandolin and play, it's an instrument that really draws you in. Uh, well, big time that he can play. Yeah. He can really play it. I mean, he, I think he sleeps with his mandal. Yeah. Um, it's its just evident, and his tone is wonderful. And he, he had a way of doing it that just made the whole song. I mean, I like I said before, I, I didn't want to overdo the production on the record. I thought, well, you know, one or two people is pretty much enough if it's the right 
person, and Jimmy happened to be the right person for that song. I love the way you put this together. I think you you've done a great job. Well, thank you very much. I had yeah. uh, you know I had lots of help. There's a potential to go kind of crazy during the pandemic, and this was one of the things that just kept me focused. And yeah. so it was worth doing just for that alone. And I developed my, you know, the my circus base as well throughout this, and and take and had time to take it steps further, you know. So um, that's the the uh, the upright with my drum attachment on it with seven drums. It's got seven drums on it now, so uh, that I'm playing at the same time as the bass. So I got to f- throw that into some of this, uh, uh, some of the album. I wanted to tease people with it uh, just a little bit. So. Well, you know, I was watching some great clips of you playing it because there's seven different drums on this, uh, yes. plus the, the stand-up bass. And we'll include one of the clips in the playlist for this episode because it's really great to see you play it. It started out as a little sponge. I think I've got the sponge here somewhere. But uh, it was a little sponge that I, I glued a, a drum skin onto and stuck it in the bass and started hitting it. And it's loosely based on Ernie Newton's uh, from Nashville in the fifties. He 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 was a guy that invented brush bass. Was uh, they were he's using a different tech than, technique than I am. But yes, he he had done this. I discovered him after the fact. But I thought, well, hey, two people can think of the same thing. But um, I have eventually added more drums to it and brought in my hands hitting different doing drum fills on the toms and that kind of thing. And, and also this, there's a real snare with real snares in it and it's removable for travel and that kind of thing. So I've, uh, and it's electrified a drum module that gives me all the sounds that I want that I have in the studio. So when I, I can change the sound to a timpani if I want, or, or a low tom or hand claps or anything like that. I don't do a lot of that, but um, I usually just use a basic kit. I called it the circus bass because I was always I always felt like I as it was developing that I, I was always joking that I, that's it I'm off to join the circus after this because it was such a novelty thing. No I'm doing something that nobody in the world is doing with all of those drums and the technique that I developed. So uh, so I just called it the circus bass for that reason. It's pretty yeah. cool and I watched a video of you playing it with Mike Daly, because you play together as Fraser Daly. I th- actually, I think it was David Bowie's Suffragette City. Oh, yeah. I, uh, and you did a really cracking version of that. I was pretty impressed. Well, all of the things that Fraser Daly does is that um, it's always we're singing at the same time, we're playing the instruments at the same time. We're only ever really doing what we do. And Mike and, and I have uh, similar voices in the right range. So if he sings in a certain key, it's in my range as well, and, and vice versa. We never, it seemed to just connect. When we were playing with Jeff Healy, that's how we met on a New Year's Eve. And uh, we found ourselves while everybody else was off partying in the kitchen. We were in the living room with two guitarists going, hey, I know that song. Hey, I know the song. We, six hours goes by and we're still playing. And I thought, wow, we should, you know, maybe we should get a gig together. And at that time, Jeff's uh, health was deteriorating, so it was good timing. And Jeff made a great statement when he found out that Mike Daly and I were playing together, was that he says, oh, great, my 
big brothers playing with my little brother because <laughs> he was very close to Mike too, yeah. right? So, yeah. and I was always like his. He called me his big brother on stage at times, but we did become good friends during the ten-year period that I was playing with him. So, we do mostly private parties. That's our thing. You know, when people come. They pay you well. They they're coming there for the the music. They're not watching the game and eating chicken wings and and that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah. we'd always come home sort of elated by the how great of a time that we had, you know. And uh, and that's enough to continue doing the gig. That's been the Fraser Daily focus. And then we made three records. And again, we didn't really send them out to anybody. We just made them available, and they were many of them were sold on the weekend. We made all our money back, and that was good enough for us, you know. And they and they exist if somebody wants to go and check them out. So, as FraserDaily.com. You know, as you mentioned, you know, people that go to house concerts go there for the music, and you know, yeah. when you have somebody, you know, with your history and all those wonderful stories, plus, you know, the showmanship with. Uh, the instrumentation and you and Mike are incredibly tied together. So, you know, you're looking for someone for a house concert. Fraser Daily are definitely people to consider. Getting back to the new album, On the Wings of the Wind, uh, the first solo album. Do you think there'll be a second? Um, yes. Um, in fact, I'm pretty sure that there is because I already started writing some songs for it. This one will be a different record, though, than the one that I just did. It, it'll be slightly more focused on on the circus bass and a lot more bluesified. Right. So I'm a big I'm a big blues fan. I think it's important to be a fan of the music that you're playing. There's a lot in the blues that I don't like, and I haven't liked the the direction it's gone. And I don't like the recycling of uh, of things uh, just because you put your own words to it. I, I want, I've got some ground, you know, I want to break new ground in the genre, but I, but I also want to stay true to the genre. So I've got some ideas for that. And uh, that should be what I'll be doing this winter. Oh, it's exciting. So, yeah. Because I'm not sure whether or not we're going to be playing very much uh, <laughs> in the next little Still while. Still up in the air. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's great. Well, look, it's been fabulous to talk to you. I want to play another song before we finish. Another one of my favorites, I get accused of having too many favorites when I talk about an album, but it's actually the first track, Let Me Be Your Break in the Clouds. And I just, uh, I love this. Tell us a little bit about this one. Well, that one, it's funny that two of the songs that you picked are the two songs on the record, more or less, are about the, or sorry, two out of three that are actually influenced by the pandemic. And the other one, Don't Cry, it was was basically about my the strength my father had when he was told that he was not going to make it let me be you're breaking the clouds is is more or less like how I, I was feeling about uh the amount of division that was happening uh, through all, all friends and all sorts of people they were going in different directions with their beliefs and and i saw a lot of mental health going on and i saw the political divide and 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 everything and and I, I just thought, wow! I wish there was a way of, like, just leaving this behind. And it was more of a, a message to my wife that let's let's just stop looking at this right now and just sort of because uh, nobody really knew what was going on. It was a um, at the very beginning, but everybody spoke like they did know what was going on. So and and it was very hard to watch. It became draining after a while. 
so I wanted this, I wanted that to be a, a sort of a, a therapeutic song for me to write. That's what it was. So. It's a great way to finish. This is yeah, Alec right. Fraser Jr. with Let Me Be Your Break in the Clouds from the wonderful album On the Wings of the Wind. And Alec, it's been a great pleasure talking to you today. I probably should just ring you up in a few months and say, okay, what have you produced this year? Which one is going to make it into my best of the year list? Because well, I, I just, love I your just, production. I've done I've done a couple, so they'll be coming at you. No. I'm sure. And you can call me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks a lot, Jana. I really, uh, I really appreciate it, Jana. It's like a uh, enjoyable interview. Alec Fraser Jr. on Folk Roots Radio. Thanks again. I dream in colors of sisters, brothers, and I look outside at the black and the white. A bright day may seem so distant, but still.
Hi, this is Kelly Z from Kelly's Lot, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. I like hanging with the folk. You are a butterfly. Y'all welcome it, Nancy Griffith. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back at Anderson Fair. Nice to see all of y'all out. The wonderful fair summer evening that it is. We're going to open up with a song that was written by Mr. Patrick Alger all about what happens when you have two full moons in the same month while the second one is called the blue moon. I found your letter in my mailbox today You were just checking if I was okay And if I miss you, well, you know what they say Just once In a very blue moon Just once in a very blue moon just once in a very blue moon and I'd be one coming on soon no need to tell me you'd like to be friends help me get back on my feet again and if I miss you well it's just now and then just once in a very once in a very blue moon Just once In a very blue moon And I'd be one coming on soon There's a blue moon Shining When I have reminded Of all we've been through Such a blue moon Shining Does it ever shine Like I'm the only one who's getting up from a ball Don't you remember, can't you recall Just once in a very blue moon Just once in a very blue moon Just once in a very blue moon And I'd be one coming on soon Just once in a very Thank you. This song is a tune that was written by a lady who is as lovely as the song is, and this song has been kind enough to make friends for me around the world. And it seems to mean something different to every ear that hears it. It's a beautiful song, and I think the most beautiful song that I've ever been given the honor of singing. And it's a Julie Gold song called From a Distance. From a distance, the world looks blue 
and green and the snow-capped mountains white and from a distance the ocean meets the stream and the It's the voice of peace. It's the voice of every man. From a distance, we all have enough. And no There are no guns, no bombs, no disease. There's no hungry mouths to feed. From a distance, we are instruments, and we're marching in a common band, playing songs of. Playing songs of peace, they're the songs of every man. God is watching us, God is watching us, God is watching us from a distance. Thank you. 
One of my greatest fascinations in life has always been a little store where you can go in and get a vanilla Coke and listen to the popcorn machine go pop, 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 and then dig through a record bin and find a record for 69 cents that you always wanted all your life. When I was in high school, the only way you could get from North Austin to South Austin on the bus was to get off the bus in Central Austin and get on another bus. And where you changed the bus at 6th and Congress was a place called a Woolworth store. And I always had just enough time to run into the Woolworth store and get myself a vanilla Coke, dig through the record bin, wink at the boys and get back on the bus. stores are the same everywhere in the world. They have this wonderful smell to them. They smell like popcorn and chewing gum rubbed around on the bottom of a leather sole shoe. And the first time we went to Europe, we landed in London and we were driving through central London and we came around a corner and by golly, there was a Woolworth store. And I wanted them to stop the car and let me out so I could go fill up my suitcase with unnecessary plastic objects. <laughs> and if you've ever been in a big Woolworth store where there's an elevator or a lift, as they say in Europe, every time the doors open on the elevator, they make a little noise like this. I've often been asked what that little noise was. And that's what it is. It's the elevator doors. <laughs> Rita was 16 years. Hazel eyes and just not here. She made the Woolworth counter shine. And that it was a sweet romancer And a darn good dancer And it was the aisles of the five and nine And then sing, dance a little closer to me yeah, Dance a little closer now Dance a little closer than I Dance a little closer Hey, it's closing time and love's on sale tonight at this five and nine. Eddie played the steel guitar and his mama cried cause he played in the bars. And he kept young Rita out late at night. So they married up in Abilene, lost a child in Tennessee. Still that love survived Cause it's sing Dance a little closer to me yeah, Dance a little closer now Dance a little closer tonight Dance a little closer to me Hey, it's closing time And love's on sale 
this fair and die. One of the boys in Eddie's band took the shine to lead us in. So Eddie ran off with a baseman's wife. Oh, but he was back by June, singing a different tune, sporting the sweeter back. Dance a little closer now Dance a little closer tonight Dance a little closer to me Hey, it's closing time And love's on sale Tonight at this fair Eddie traveled with the barroom band Till arthritis took his hands Now he sells insurance on the side And Rita's got her house to keep She writes dime store novels of a love so sweet They dance to the radio late at night And still sing, dance a little closer to me Dance a little closer now Dance a little closer tonight Dance a little closer to me Hey, it's closing time And love's on sale Tonight at this fire night His Rita was 16 years Hazel eyes and just now really made the whole world counter shine And that it was a sweet romancer And a darn good dancer And it was the aisles of the five and nine And they lived a mighty simple life I said Who was the aisles of the five and nine And we could all go tomorrow and take a date And we all Who was the aisles of the five That's three live songs from Nancy Griffith, who sadly left us recently, and from the wonderful One Fair Summer Evening live album, which was recorded at Anderson Fair in Houston, Texas in 1988, and I think really captured her wonderful vocal style, musicianship, and let's be honest, absolutely fabulous stage presence. We just listened to Love at the Five and Dime, which was originally on the 1986 album The Last of the True Believers. Before that, from a distance, Nancy was the first artist to record the Julie Gold song, which was eventually made famous by Bette Midler. And we started out with a live version of Once in a Very Blue Moon, the title track of her third album from 1986. 
And that's just about all we can fit into this episode of Folk Roots Radio. We'll be releasing the full video version of our interview with Alec Fraser Jr. on our website and YouTube channel very shortly. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. And remember, if you enjoy the music we play on this show and want to support the artists, don't just stream their music, instead buy their music. And then you'll really make a difference to their income during these strange times when it's really difficult for artists to play live. And I know they'll love you for it. We'll leave you with another song from Nancy Griffith. From her 1986 album, The Last of the True Believers, this is the beautiful The Wing and the Wheel. Stay safe and well, everyone. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. flies away The moon outside my window looks so lonely tonight Oh, there's a chunk out of its middle It's big enough for an old fool to hide Long after the song, a gone.